This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremony. This is Tori, and I play Dooley. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Minigrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. Great maker, oh, I can't believe this. I have been on suns cooler than this. I have seen novas from a distance that weren't as bright and annoying. Oh, how can you earthers live like this? Don't you have ways of dealing with your planet? Ugh. This is the last time I go to, what is this place called? Phoenix. Just like the fiery bird that it's named after. Though I suspect the bird was complaining about the heat. It doesn't help that as a good centauri I'm wearing seven or eight layers, but as a good centauri I must be a slave to fashion and to the court, as well as my own bodily needs. So for that, I have turned out my bravari. I have invested in this strange beverage called Gator Aid. Though I don't know how the Gator was able to come to such an aid, and I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. Just wanted to help me out. So give me another six rounds. Extra ice this time. And chill the mug if you can. But you... I suspect I know what you're here for. You want to hear stories of the Tamari Celestia. Fine. Maybe it'll get my mind off this heat. Yes? Good. Sit. Uh, not that one. The last guy's sweating it so bad they're going to have to sanitize it. Uh, that one over there. Yeah, good. There you go. Or a drink. Now. Oof. Where were we? Uh, how could you forget it also being a very sweaty area in there? when the uh, people using amber were combined into a ship and, oh, we finally saw an Eldare. Well, a recreation of an Eldare and an Eldare vessel. You remember, it was a glorious sight and absolutely terrifying because it was made of organic material that used to be other people. But... Now we're coming to a, we're coming to a crescendo for this particular act. Well, I put it a different way for your modern sensibilities, and that was, was um, oh yes. So I think we're actually going to get to the season finale. I have a few ways of doing it, so uh, if anybody has any ideas what they want to do next, please let me know. But if you guys are willing to, to run with a few bits of uh, direction, uh, that's also cool too. Uh, I think Ty's gonna go looking for her kid because this is emergency hours and she's got other more important things to do, kind of, I guess. Just not her special well, thing. Last I checked, basically, you made sure that he was grounded, that Wagner was grounded, and that uh, uh, Yorni was grounded. So they're all basically locked in Mirgrad's quarters. With the brains. <laughs> with, no, with Wagner the brains. is still with the pod people. Or oh, that's right. Excuse me. Yes, he is. Wagner Sorry, is. The shadow people or whatever. It's kind of forgotten nobody, about Wagner. Because nobody to go get him. She's kind of mad at Wagner for, like, letting her kid agree to something. Like, he's, you know, out of space and time or whatever, but he should be smart enough to not let a 10-year-old agree to something that a total stranger suggests. Oh, she's not that upset about his plight or whatever. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Why. His priorities. <laughs> he screwed up. One of them. Okay. So what about uh, for uh, Mirgrat? I mean, I think I'm going to be going to my quarters and preparing all of the brains for transport uh, because mm -hmm. uh, shit's getting real. Yeah, that's where Ty's fair. kid is, so she'll, she'll probably just go along to pack up that mess to get the hell off okay. the boat because it's not looking good. She doesn't want to be a human forever, but it's better than being dead. Very true. 
I will say this, just because things. Uh, you still have never, never actually gone to your official quarters that's under your body's name. True. So just Kind of late now, though. I don't think she would care that much, like, anymore. I mean, she does, but also she has more important things to do. Yep. Like, you know, getting her kid ready to evacuate, etc. No worries. So, okay. And then we'll wait for uh, Dooley to finish this. But yeah, like I said, there's a very strong chance. It's either going to go in with you guys. I may you know, force an issue just to kind of wrap it up rather than letting you guys getting to it because we're like so, so close. Uh, <laughs> although the thought of the fact of what you just saw come out of the ship and doing the whole wheel meet again is terrifying enough to be a beautiful season finale anyway. But I hate railroading characters because it never comes out great for you guys. So I want to make sure I got everyone's input of what they want to do or everything else like that before anything else happens. Um, do. Uh, can we, you mean immediately in response to this? Because I'm going to go back to the room and start packing things up. Which is pretty much what everybody else is doing. Cause... Yeah. I don't know much about alien species, but I find it interesting that they had enough time to study us, learn our culture, and pick something that was um, sarcastic. And if we were in the other, if we were not the receivers of that broadcast, it would be sardonically humorous. That may be partially my fault. <laughs> okay, I stop walking to wherever we're walking yeah, to, like, which I'm assuming is our quarters. Like, look at <laughs> and say, care to explain? <laughs> well, okay, so the thing that, that, uh, was in Connor was the thing that had been possessing me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, this is Becca checking over the table to make sure I'm on the right path here. So that was the thing I volunteered to show around our our, our society. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so... Oh, that... Yeah. Okay. Well, the entity that was possessing Connor before he jumped into the large pulsating biomass was the entity that had been possessing me! Mm -hmm. And I had previously volunteered to teach it of our culture! I mean, our culture. I don't know this song. The I mean, sheer I get the, I get intergalactic the society of the entities who are purposefully residing on this ship! How much of our culture did you share with it? That is unclear! However, I tried to provide as much context as possible! And did you share, like, our technology and military culture with it? In all fairness, I do not know a great <laughs> deal about those topics! <laughs> so you have no way to filter them out, in all fairness. It was living inside my consciousness, yes! You know what, there's really nothing we can do about that thing right now. I think we should get ready to get the fuck out of here before we collectively, the three of us and my son die. I will say, the entity that was possessing my body does go on my list of top three worst roommates! <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mention to anyone that you actually invited it in. <sighs> At the time, I did not know it was treacherous! I really thought Still they just to work. Still wouldn't mention it. We're just cranking out the bumper stickers today. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that one works quite as well if it's not in the Mirgorat voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you continue back down to Mirgorat's quarters. Uh, uh, Dooley, you have your own quarters. Uh, though if memory serves, you left Yorni with, uh, with Tuvo in Mirgorat's quarters, correct? I'm sorry, uh, yeah. say... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but you left... Uh, we have two quarters to pack up. One is Mirgrat's, one is Dooley's, uh, of which you left Yorni, your Centauri 
sort of slave girl, sort of, uh, left with Tuvo in Mirgrat's quarters because that's where you guys left everybody when you went to go talk to uh, the captives. Is this correct? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, I think so too. The lockdown is not helping. There is a level of evacuation going on. So people are basically told to get ready, get prepped, and they're already starting to try to get things together. At least figure out what's going on. You know, some people are trying to figure out, you know, do we have to leave the ship? Is it about to blow? Uh, what's going to happen? You know, were we attacked? A lot of people are staying in their quarters because, you know, where else are they going to go? Uh, oddly enough, the casino is still plenty active. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. what we call an inelastic commodity there. I've uh, <laughs> I've gotten hurricanes in Atlantic City before. Totally normal. Exactly. Where, you, where the old lady on the on the slot machines there is like, ah, oh, it's, it's a tornado. I've seen them before. Uh, <laughs> I was here in 1975. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I have a question about the Centauri. Yes. She's covered in things. Hmm? I kind of look down at Mirgat and say, what are we going to do about that? Pointing at the Centauri. Uh, you mean Jorni? Jorni? Yeah, Jorni. Um... Do about what? Aren't you concerned about the alterations? Oh my God. While I am mentioned... concerned about the alterations, I would right. say they are relatively low on the list. Okay. I want to mention that Yorni kind of looks like a uh, techno mage from the techno mage TV show. Do I have to do a knowledge check for that? Uh, yes, actually, uh, knowledge oh. in this, yeah, knowledge will do. Uh, uh, I know you've only got, like, human and civic, but that's okay. I mean, I was gonna do own culture because I think I mentioned, like, months ago that there was a fucking techno-mage TV show in, like, that the Rikiri ran. I don't know why I made that up, but it's well, again, saying this. You, you feel, feel free to do this, but if nothing else, there are techno-mage legends in every culture. So, yeah, go ahead and knowledge for own culture. Does that include Bakmara? Because are technically culture. immune to the Technomage implants, like they can't become Technomages. Hold on a second, let's focus on Tech for a second. 14. 14. My knowledge of humans is, like, higher than my knowledge of my own culture, technically. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to roll that, that's fine, but while you're rolling that, I will answer Mirakrat's question. So, Mirakrat, your culture may not be Pakmara. Uh, the Pakmaras may never be Technomages, but again, a wandering mage or a wandering techno mage of a different culture has been heard of before. Yeah, okay, fair. So, the culture so rolls a 20. 20, okay. Okay. Mirgrat, if you want to do a knowledge history or knowledge lore, you can do that. Do Lee, if you've got anything like that. Um, well. I don't right. have history or lore, but I have human culture, Narn culture, Centauri culture, Mimbari culture, and Rakiri culture, and Pakmara yeah. culture. I also have cultures. I don't know that they will help. Uh, again, that's also part of the legend structure for these sorts of things, but you're welcome to try. All right, I'll roll. Twenty. Twenties, all right, go ahead. And uh, Lee is... I'm working on it. Worries? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. So yes, once you actually take a look at what she's doing, by the time you actually get back, see what she's doing, one, she's dressed herself a little bit in her old outfit, but she's now wearing a hooded jacket that goes with it, the long hooded jacket. She's also uh, covering up a lot of the circuitry in her skin with the longer sleeves, and uh, she's actually wearing a pair of essentially pants uh, now. And she's reading a book while there is a, um, a, a a pole, essentially, uh, a short, I guess, cane, I guess you could call it, is uh, leaning against her as she's, you know, flipping through this book and and trying to figure a few things out. Yeah, like the Techno Mage TV show from Ty's childhood. Mm -hmm. You did actually see... 
You did actually see her produce a flaming letter in the yeah, air. Yeah, also that. That also happened. Mm -hmm. That's probably a fairly solid indicator. Anyway. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to approach her. Okay. So, yeah, I we get a little bit of jump there, but yeah, you got to be Rhett's quarters. You see that there. And yeah, by the way, uh, Tuvo is still there. He's um, sulking on uh, in the bedroom, but that we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so, but Yorni is there. She's, you know, dressed up a little bit. She's kind of going over various things. She looks up and says, oh, oh ma'am. So we're leaving the ship. I can't say as I trust you entirely because I don't know what's been done to you. Um, but you should probably leave with us. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I plan to do so. I, I, you, you can trust me. I, I, like I said, I did this for you. I felt like this was needed. Well, okay, if I'm going to be honest, I did part of it for me, but I, I saw the opportunity and I thought, this would be very useful, particularly with everything else that we've encountered. Well, uh, let's start with packing. You can help me, Rat. She's got a lot of important scientific stuff. And as and the brains. Get... Oh, good grief, the brains. Do the brains have independent brains. power sources? Yes. And the brains. Um, so after this is done and we're someplace safe and i look at yorni directly in the eye you and i are gonna have a long conversation she nods her head yes yes you will we're gonna have a long talk off a short pier no no <laughs> is that better than the i'm gonna have a four-letter word with my agent <laughs> So yeah, she's, she nods and she's she's more than happy to. Her stuff basically now fits in a duffel bag, which was the same duffel bag that she was given uh, by the association uh, when she left. And is also now bionically uh, implanted in her calf. <laughs> yeah. A duffel bag cannot be bionically implanted to the calf. Uh, uh, I beg to differ. Shadowrun uh, rules say otherwise. <laughs> well... I only have the one messenger bag with maybe a few extra things. You know, I, just from living at Brown Sector, I'm accustomed to keeping everything together so you can grab it at a moment's habit, a moment's notice. So, um, oh, oh, my Ty stuff technically belongs to someone else. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Ty, your body. That also technically belongs to someone else now, I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess being a human is better than being dead. Maybe other me will manage to escape this shit somehow. It would not surprise me. Let's be real. Okay. I get this like far away look in my eyes. <laughs> so. Okay. So. Julie takes Yorni, and you go to go pack your stuff. And again, there, you, you acquired some stuff while here, a number of magazines, a number of data uh, crystals. Uh, you had you actually bought stuff for her and yourself for wardrobe. So again, you're traveling light, but you're still got a little stuff to get together. Yeah. Okay. It's not that much. And it will take significantly longer for Mirabrat to pack all of her scientific, you know, Julie doesn't quite use the word crap, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we'll help you pack your accoutrement. <laughs> I like accoutrement. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So you go to go pack and uh, let's deal with Ty and Tuvo. Uh, so Tuvo is, uh, he's pounding a little bit in the bed, but he's actually like stroking in the lines of his face where the Mercury indentations and expansions were starting but didn't finish. Mm -hmm. And he looks up when you when you come in, Mom, it, it could have been good, Mom. We had I had a good bargain. I'm not gonna argue with him about this because he's a ten year old. <laughs> 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 That's <Excellent> ridiculous. Logic. <laughs> 
I am going to tell him to pack his extra socks or whatever he has. Like I said, neither of us really have anything because he's not supposed to be here and all my stuff belongs to someone else, technically. I have my bag of medical mm -hmm. crap, but I'm not going to take that because I don't know how to use it and it's not really worth anything at this point. Oh no, if only no. you had someone with medical training in the party. <laughs> I mean, Mirgorad can just have it, but I assume Mirgorad already has the same things, so... Well, I'm going to go through ties ill-gotten medical goods and take anything that I don't have enough of or, like, isn't- or, like, I don't have one of already. It's not like Fair she enough. chose this, technically. Mm -hmm. So, well, that makes two people very quickly do. Mirgrat takes a little bit longer, uh, but again, Mirgrat was used to- was getting ready for a lot of travel anyway. Yep. And the Pakmara also travel relatively light on, on most cases. Yes, and also, uh, once Intern Tuvo is done packing all of his extra socks and stuff, he, he gets to help me pack, too, because he's an intern. Okay. Fair right. enough, he's grounded anyway. A little manual labor <laughs> won't hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Migrat is, is just like, I have good news, Intern Tuvo! We're evacuating the ship! He's like, wait, what? You're still grounded, but now you get to be grounded somewhere else! <laughs> okay. Shuttle. Um, Presumably. The shuttle, yeah. Um, he does actually say, um, uh, do we have anything we have to pack, Mom? I have anything you own and want to bring with you, I suppose. I really don't know what either of us have. I guess I have Dewey's knife still and the War Crimes Journal, which is <laughs> worthless at this point, but I'm going to take it anyway because it makes me feel like I have something. Honestly, some clothes. If nothing else, like emergency TP. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have three fake anxiety tablets that actually make you have a psychotic breakdown. I still have those. Hey, those could be useful. And Dooley will point out the medical equipment that Mirgrat doesn't want, you might be able to use to trade. Mm, I guess. Or it might make people think that I'm going to help them with their medical problems if I carry it around, and I am just not going to do that. <laughs> There's that. I know I look like I can help you, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Only I had my license. It says I'm a pilot to show people, so they'll quit thinking I'm a doctor. Well, you haven't really told well, anybody else. It's just an awkward conversation. My concern is that this is one of the problems that, in the light of everything else happening, has been ignored, and we don't know how many of these aliens were evacuating with us. Yeah, but what are they really going to do about it now? Like, psychoanalyze every single... I guess they could scan them, but even then, there's only, what, like a handful months. of telepaths? We don't have time yeah. for that. No. Why don't we just worry about that later? Yeah. Oof. Sorry, I just threw out a couple of cards for a few things, and the first thing I got was sanity check. It's like, that's not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the other one is not black and white and all in the details. So, all right. So... Applies the situation perfectly. Uh, yeah, those are eerily <laughs> accurate. <laughs> okay, if I start throwing out the tower and the fool next, then we know what's going on. I'm holding up for the Hierophant. There you go. So, Tuvo actually says, uh, 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 Mom, if, if we have these other bodies, shouldn't we get their stuff too? Because we might need like a like another set of clothes, if nothing else. Suppose so, but you aren't going anywhere. I don't really want to go by myself. Do you want to go, go right yeah. into my old apartment with yeah. me? My old hotel room? Yeah, let's uh, let's not have anybody go anywhere by themselves. So. Okay. So where are you? Said you're gonna to try to break into your old hotel room. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean it's not really breaking in because Dooley is a cop, so she can just open the door presumably. But. That's true. Okay. We go. But I mean, as in the, you're going to the place where your where Ty was assigned or where the doctor was assigned. No, where Ty is assigned. To get. Okay. I don't know. It would probably be nice to have, like, my identification documents or copies of them, which I definitely have because Ty's the kind of person that would have, like, extra copies of those. 
Mm-hmm. And some clothes. So uh, with you and Dooley, Dooley using a couple of security tricks, thanks to the fact that you now have authorization. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can open the door, you know, open the, you know, grab the keys. You didn't have much stuff with you. Uh, again, I think you had a couple of crit chat, uh, chits. Uh, you did have your mm-hmm. identification papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you had the other accounts, which you could still technically access. It's unfortunately more biometric than anything else, but you technically can access it. So, you know, if you happen to be in a place where you can do it, good luck. I don't think there's anything else. I don't think money is going to be very useful right now. For you had the, the really VR set. You had the VR set of the baseball game, but other than that, I don't think you had a lot of stuff. <laughs> Ted's going to be like, I need that baseball game. I'm going to take the <laughs> VR set, my clothes. And mm-hmm. yeah, my ID materials stuff. Like, I assume I have like a license, like a pilot's license somewhere. Yeah, uh, it's a. Actually, it's a copy of your identity card. Yeah, whatever equipment I have. And that's really it. Like, I don't really need anything else. My baseball cap. I don't think money is going to be that useful for me anytime in the near future. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> but. Y- I don't know. I All just, right. Yeah. I'm of the personality type that I would take everything and figure out a use for it later. Yeah, <laughs> same. I mean, Ty's pretty much convinced that there, there's no going back from, to civilization. Whatever planet they land on is where she's going to live for the rest of her life. So, because she's that kind of person, she would just leave that crap. Also, I assume this shuttles have comes- weight requirements or something. Like weight uh, it's, it's not as as hard to have weight requirements in space because technically you're weightless. But yeah, I get you get what you mean. It's mostly it's space requirements. Good thing brains and jars are compact and easily stackable. <laughs> so here's where the sanity check, not black and white, and the all in the details comes in, because while you're essentially breaking and entering into Ty's quarters, I need a notice check for both of you. Yeah, that's a 20. Nice from uh, Ty. And Dooley is a 14. Yeah, dice are not liking Dooley right now, but that's okay. They haven't liked me all game. (laughs) (laughs) However, while you're rummaging through, trying to get some stuff, a couple, you know, spare clothing, a few other things, you hear the sound of bells, jingling bells. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. But, but Julie doesn't know. Well, she met him on the shuttle, but she doesn't really know anything else. So, well, so as the bells get closer and they jingle, it's, it's definitely not just ding, ding, ding. It's shing, 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 shing. Anybody who's yeah, ever been around somebody who's had a who's had a, a, a coin belt or something like that. Yeah, everyone knows that noise. I uh, immediately <laughs> know who's coming and it's just like. Fuck, really? (laughs) (laughs) And um, yes, door open. You know, actually, I think the door would be open for security reasons, but uh, you hear ching, ching, ching. Ah, there you are. Perfect. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yes, Madame Vitrosini is at the door. Can I help you? She looks over and says, perfect. This is all absolutely as I saw. This is perfect. And she looks over. Ooh, hi. I love what you've done. The hair, the brow, the eye sides. Very lovely. Let's talk. Yeah, now, my eyes are narrowing at this point, and I'm reaching for the knife that's not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, Lieutenant, don't worry. Don't worry. It's perfectly fine. Everything is foreseen, but there are things that have to happen, and there are things that have to happen very soon, and I think it's the only way any of us are going to survive. So, I've come, I've come to offer my services, and I think I have a plan or two that could help you in this situation. Are you ready? What plan and what situation? It involves... She kind of, like, she brings her fingers together, kind of looks that, kind of scrunches her shoulders up kind of conspiratorially it just involves you you your associates your friends that you know uh my associates my friends a very b- uh, badly broken mimbari and she points out the window that planet 
Uh, it's not very specific. <laughs> oh, kind of a long is... day. <laughs> in that case, meet me. Uh, uh, meet us in the break, and then meet us in the docking bay. I have things to show you. Yeah, and then she just shimmies away. Shing, 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 shing. Bouncing, I should say. Yeah, it's one of those where I, I look over at Ty and I look back at the door and I look at Ty and I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> no, we could listen to the crazy little old lady or we could continue doing the totally sensible thing we were doing just now. Yeah. So... <laughs> I, I do have to say, like, reaching for the knife that isn't there sounds like some kind of Minbari proverb. <laughs> it's either that or like something from the Star Trek, you know, Shaka reaching for the knife that was not there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. However, while that's happening with Ty and Julie, Mirgrat, who is getting assistance to pack from both Yorni and from Tuvo, as again, setting up the brains, things like this. The brains are a little bit eager to work with Yorni, actually. Feel, you know, there's a sense of comfort in a weird way that you can't quite figure out. And even Yorni. Oh, that's no not ominous. <laughs> yeah. Totally However, there is, a ch there is a chime at the door. Uh, I'm gonna use the intercom to ask who it is before I open the door. Because <laughs> we've all gone paranoid. <laughs> exactly. This, ah, my uh, good Mirgrat, I have been sent to find you. It seems me and my associates, my friends, my good people who have been helping me have a plan. And I told it involves you, it involves your friends, and it involves a broken, strange Mimpari. So, my my friends, my good and trusty friends, have decided to come by to see if we can help anything. So, I know you don't trust me, I am just a flagrant and strange Centauri. But, freaking strange Centauri understand things, and every Centauri has a vision of their own death. And since I'm not getting mine, that means there is hope. So, I have come, I have come to bring good tidings, good joys, and to chronicle everything I see. I think it would make an amazing movie, and my actresses have all agreed this would be a great way to do it. So, may I come in? Absolutely not! <laughs> <laughs> he then says, ah, very well, then hold on a second. You literally hear him pull from his coat uh, coat pocket, you know, flip. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. No, no, not that. Flip, flip. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Mm. We look upon the first and last outpost in opening scene one. We then see light shining from the eyes of a strange and lonely body. Uh, hold on a second. Scene change. Uh. Interior, a bridge of the Tau Marie Celestia, looking at a strange triad of planets with a multitude of moons as the light shines out of this broken Mimbari towards the planet, the light welcoming itself. Oh, hold on a second. Flip. Home. That light, there are directions and sudden sorrows that emanate from it and from those sorrows is an idea of loss and that oh, i have to get bigger cards hold on a second Flip. Ah. that idea of loss has been imprinted into the, the oh i can never read that word what is it uh, the, the keeper of lore who is a sorry the uh, <coughs> Apprentice Keeper of Lore. I forgot to conjugate here. Yes. Scene. It's time. Hallway. Dini Foglio knocks on the door of Mirgrat, a scientist, librarian, and Pakbara, who is traveling with a rogue, with a renegade, and with a investigator. Also with Flip. Several people who have been brain swapped. 
this leads to a great and powerful legend. So, flip. No, not that one. Flip. <sighs> I brought too many seats. I'm sorry. I apologize. Flip, flip, flip. <laughs> no, 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 not that one. Flip. Ooh. Hold on a second. Uh, you can hear him take out a pen. That's spelled this way. Good. All right. Uh, and flip, flip. And then, all right. So, so Danasi finds herself enraptured with the great with the draz no no whoop, whoop. <laughs> sorry sorry not that scene for you no 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 uh, 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 here we go here we go the salvation found of the first and last outpost begins our adventure as we know from this that there is hope out there it is calling for those who have been touched by what is this word? No, 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 not that one. Uh, elder middle children. Does this make sense yes. to you? Yes. None whatsoever. <laughs> my dear librarian, my dear Mirkrat, come, please, begging you. You have been touched by the elder middle children. Some others have been touched by the elder middle children. Some have been touched of those who have been children of elder beings. Some of them are in that room with you. I suggest they wash their hands thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I understand. Please. Do I have to do this? I have to do this. Uh, can you believe I have to do this? Uh, uh, fine. <sighs> okay, hold on a second. Me, 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 me. Nope, nope, that's not it. All right. <clears throat> Dan has foreseen that while most of us will not survive this journey, some will, and it is vitally important that we do so. And it's vitally important that we go down to this planet. And it has to be several people. No more than 20. From there, there is a chance. A chance that we can make it back home. And if we're very, very lucky, we can save the Taumari Celestia. I have two questions. I have multiple answers. Ask away. Does this 20 individuals constitute 20 consciousnesses or 20 physical bodies? Um, I have no idea. I would assume bodies because consciousness don't have bodies. So that would mean they don't take up as much space. This is excellent information. Assume. Question two. Can you definitively prove that you have not been body swapped or are currently in the employ of a malign intelligence? <laughs> Asking the important questions. It's a valid Please question, but take it out of context. The, the, if I was on the other side of the door, I'd be like, what? You what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, how crazy is Mirgarat's day going that this is a totally reasonable request? Mm, I mean... <laughs> Yep. Yeah. He says, I don't know how to prove this, but I will say this in hopes that it assures you that I have been in no way been affected by these forces beyond the elder middle children. <clears throat> My name is Padini Foglio, storyteller, chronicler, and cinematographer. I have been filming 27 movies since we have arrived here. All of which are pornography. I have been very, very busy. I have absolutely no interest in brain swapping. I am very happy where I am. I am very happy producing the stories that I produce. I am very happy to watch the, uh, the uh, cinema graphicas that I create. And as an artist, I have absolutely no interest in body swapping, although I am very interested in bodies. That is my profession. That is one of the most unconvincing arguments I've ever heard. <laughs> 
I am torn between disbelieving you or concluding that no intelligence that is attempting to infiltrate our society would come up with such a bad argument. <laughs> so that's several points in my favor then. <laughs> I, like I would you. say you're running about even right now. And as the Pakmara might say, trust in the waters. I have never said that in my life. <laughs> would you I, would I prefer would you prefer I say go with your gut? That is the preferred adage, yes. <laughs> I can tell you, I have never been, nor shall I ever be, have the situation in which you describe yourself. I do not wish to swap any bodies. Are not currently swapping with me. <laughs> um, but... You're under the impression that the process is voluntary. Every time I make my movie, it's voluntary. I make sure I get the forms. <laughs> Pay well. <laughs> I'm uninterested in the movies that you are currently making. I didn't figure you would be, but you are a person of interest to whatever Madame Vitrosini has seen. I do not know what it is. I do not know why, but like you, go with my gut. Gut tells me this is excellent. This is a great story and it needs to be told. And dead people cannot tell stories as much as they try. Unfortunately, I place very little value in your gut. Mine is far superior. Very well. What does your gut say? You may wait outside until my associates arrive. At that point, well. we will make a joint decision. Very well, we'll entertain ourselves here. Carol, Danasi, let us entertain. Who has got the cards? Lee and Ty finish packing. Um, do you head back? And I'm assuming you head back to Mirgrad's quarters. Or else you go. Um, we could swing by mine really quick just to make sure we have. Every, or do we go there first? I forget. I think we haven't gone to my quarters. Yeah, uh, easy enough. Sure. You, wing, you swing by your stuff. Just you grab make your stuff. Grab everything that's in the room that I think <clears throat> might be of even remotely potential value for trading when abandoned on a planet. <laughs> Surprising amount of of, of, uh, of uh, travel soap is useful. Get the blankets, and... the towels, the bathrobes, you name it. We mm. grab it. So the blankets aren't really that useful because on these vessels, these blankets are mostly for weight rather than heat because everything's climate controlled anyway. But yes, you're welcome to grab some of that. You're welcome to grab the, the bathrobes or anything else you feel like might be useful. You secure it in your haversack as best you can, because the haversack's not that large. But again, you secure everything you can. Um, and then you head back to Mirgrats, where you find um, can only be described as a very jolly Centauri male and a cavalcade of, let's just call them performers, who are relatively scantily clad. Not like, oh dear God, they're naked, but more of the Hmm, so that's allowed on the street these days. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm imagining kind of like a Dance of the Seven Veils vibe going on. Uh, kinda, except they're all sitting around playing poker. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, I just scowl at him because he's the same guy when we were hanging out in the bookstore, isn't he? Yes, he is. Aren't you the guy that makes those movies that you can buy and down below on Babylon 5? Yes, you have seen them, please. The Babylon 5 ones were lovely. I got a couple from Babylon, but I actually managed to get some from the diplomatic quarters. They were amazing. Have you seen uh, uh, op uh, open negotiations? Or perhaps the uh, uh, the uh, 19 uh, 19s? It was a lovely one. It was lovely. Uh, or or did you like the uh, the one where I had the- uh... Excuse me, what, why are you here? Because I'm looking inside. Oh, hello, yeah, he's uh, harmless. He's weird. I think. <laughs> ah, 
Sensible people. Good, good. I like this. I like you people. I like you a lot. Even even you, Norn, you are so passionate. Ah! <laughs> I have seen Norns in, in action. Very passionate. I like kind of laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I scowl at him even more. <laughs> Wouldn't have expected anything less. Good, good, good. So, he doesn't answer the question why you're here. Ah, I and my associates, who all cheerfully look up and say, Hi! <laughs> it's a collection, by the way, of males and females, all scantily clad. They said, Ah, we have been sent because there are eddies and currents to the universe, and the great gods themselves have spoken unto a great person who has said that there are people who understand or have been touched by the elder middle children who need help. And it's only through you that those some of the Maurice Celeste can be saved, if not all. And that is what we're here to establish. And it involves mm -hmm. everybody in that room. He points to uh, Mirgrat. It involves you two. It involves a, a broken body. David Ricidi, myself and my crew, uh, and it involves that planet, which he's now thoroughly inside, so he can't actually point at anything that's not bulkhead. Oh, yeah. no, no, I haven't opened the door. I've been carrying this conversation on through the intercom. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm basically I'm telling it to the other people that, you know, again, he's just, when he says that planet and points. Oh, okay, okay. No, <laughs> some random <laughs> direction. Okay, yeah, um, that doesn't actually explain. That's a lot of words. Right, no yeah, actual what, what explanation. Want? We're a little short on time here. What do you want? <clears throat> this is the first and last outpost of the Vorlan. It is also the first and last outpost of other old beings. Wait, how do you know that? Because I know this. I heard from Brother Vitrasini, who got it from a couple other people, including uh, the broken nar, a uh, broken Mimbari, who asked for her help. And once again, Centauri logic. Uh, yeah, um, Mirgrad, can we come in? Absolutely. Can we come in? Absolutely no. not. Oh. <laughs> I did like nineteen Narns. That's a good movie. <laughs> Oh, cool. oh, thank you. It was such a difficult run, but I'm glad you liked. I, I'm gonna go through the door. This I feel. <laughs> this is like follow one of those moments when you're trying to talk to somebody about you know, give me some sort of logical reason, and they come up with like, fairy tale stuff. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what I asked for. I have no idea what you're doing here. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna help pack and then we'll leave. Okay. They actually sit outside when you actually they let you pass to the door and you actually hear ah now whose deal was it ah Cindy's you deal. And they continue playing their poker game outside while you guys are packing. That tracks. Well, I don't think he's been mind swapped with anybody. He's just like he is in the DVD commentary. So either he's been mind soft with someone who's incredibly good at acting, or it's he just wants a ride. Being mind swapped implies that there's something to swap in the first place. <laughs> someone hasn't seen 19 Narns. Great movie. <laughs> you actually hear it through the bulkhead. Glad you like! <laughs> yeah, Mirgrat's just gonna keep packing. Like, I, I think I think they got uh, Journey to get the, the catering cart again, and they're, like, securing the brains in with some luggage straps. Mm, yeah, okay. Ty's not going to help with this. And she definitely travels with one carry-on size suitcase. Mm -hmm. So she'll just wait around. I mean, Ty doesn't really have to help. Mirgrad's got an intern for that. That's true. Who some good some good old fashioned labor will put some sense into him, right? Eh, you never know. It could happen. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but either way, the shit gets done. Yep. There's that too. So everyone's packed. The brains are secured. They're actually uh, covered so, again because they actually do have a, a bit of a covering. Because uh, who wants to go carting brains through um, 
Yeah, through, through everything. Well, also, I assume that, like, if you leave the brains uncovered on the cart, they get motion sickness, which is probably a special kind of hell. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't throw oh up. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I, I think covering them is the only merciful thing to do. <laughs> okay. So, now I gotta get cards. Okay. The cards given, the first one was, what are the odds? Uh, <laughs> I don't like that one. Then wrath. <laughs> wrath, hidden secret, and sudden recollection. Well, let me ask you this. Let's ask you guys this. Um, mentioned before that you had, you know, spaces, you, you, you could take 20 people with you. Um, assuming the brains don't count, who would you want with you? All the characters you've met. Uh, so Mirgarat's list is uh, Mirgarat, uh, Duli, Ty, so that's three, Tuvo, uh, Wagner, so that's five. Uh, Journey, which makes six. Um, uh, Kutbusak, so that's seven. Mm -hmm. I'm back. Um, okay. Probably the, the Pakmara ambassador, because they've been pretty useful, so that's eight. Okay. Yeah. Mimbari, ranger, not ranger guy. Aparo? Aparo, thank you. I was going to um, vote for leaving Aparo. Also, <laughs> the best cook of all the restaurants we went to. Oh, That'd yeah, be... good call. You want Shokar to come yes. back? Probably Shokar. <laughs> yeah. Because we're on a strange planet, I want to be able to eat. Um, I feel like bringing a Drazi along to decide what's not drowsy people can or should eat is not ideal, but okay. Do what you want. I mean, this cook. isn't a problem for Mirgrat, like... <laughs> yeah. So, um, alright. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of the... We, we're gonna need some creative, useful people, so I mean, in, in, in the process of investigating down below, if we met a few, um, oh, I don't know, useful chemists, and a few people that we've met that would be good at building and repairing things, but beyond that, I mean, I could, people we may have met in passing that would be like, oh yeah, that person would be useful. I mean, from her point of view, we're going to a strange planet with nothing on it. I mean, normally I'd suggest Kanur, but he was, uh, he was, uh, suborned by the, uh, fake, fake tie, so... It's always a possibility, though. So, okay. In that case... And then right. the bodies of fake tie in the sun, so that maybe eventually we could get them back. Okay. I have a double-edged sword, though. Ty has kind of given up on that. She's decided that being a human is better than being dead. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, you guys gather everything together. The second you open the door, uh, you actually hear, I knew you were bluffing. And they say, ah, good, you're ready. Good, good, good. Now, he actually is. He stands up, everybody else stands up, they gather their, their winnings and the cards, kind of clear the uh, He says, now, children, go pack. We have things to do. Go, bye. And they said, you know, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, Mr. Uh, yes, Padini, yes, Padini, yes, Padini. And they all go, ah, good, good. So, uh, I suspect you're going to the bay. Good, good, I walk with you. Um, Only if absolutely necessary. Ah, but it is, but it is. You just don't know it yet. Hey, you haven't hey. bothered to explain it yet. How <laughs> can you explain the unexplainable? You have to show, not tell. That is the that is number one cinemagraphica rule. Always show, never tell. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's fair enough. I would argue that stylistic arguments could be made for both in certain situations. Ah, uh, thank you, Mr. Exposition. You see 19 nuns? <laughs> I think so. No exposition yeah. needed there. Oh. 
but a okay. lot of acrobatics and stretching. Lots of stretching. Okay, grief. <laughs> so he comes. He walks with you to the bay. I believe we have uh, some uh, some business now. Madame Bedrusini has been working on some things. However, I think it's vitally important that we all head down there because I think you will be an, uh, understanding more. So, make things a little bit longer short. You guys get yourselves to the docking bay. Just kind of just straight to the shuttle. Um, people are still, a lot of them are in their quarters. They're locked. Some of the people are locking themselves in. Some people are getting ready for evacuation. A lot of the staff and things like that are trying to get things prepared. On the way there, you encounter uh, Madame Vendrasidi, who again shingles away. Ah, you got them. Excellent. I got the others. Very lovely. Ah, this was, these took a while. Oh, I know. They're so, they can be such pain sometimes. Ah, they just need good bravado to make sure they work their way through things. Ah, quite perhaps, quite perhaps. And they have, a, you, you guys are obviously going, what the hell are they talking about? Mm hmm. So, after a little while, you guys make your way to the docking bay. And there is a shuttle all prepped to go. But there's nobody else. Uh, uh, there's only a few people in front of it, and the people there, you recognize a few. There's that Narn and female uh, couple, the male and female, who were the archaeologists who you asked about uh, techno mage stuff a while back, because that's apparently what they were looking for. You see the the psychops that you saw before. You cannot miss a huge. Uh, Luchador Drazi. Oh, he's was, coming. Uh, he's he's standing there, as is um, Kutbusek, uh, Tuabai, and one Mimbari who looks like he's being held up by Kali. Fortunately, the two pilots you had not there. A number of the other people that you you flow in with not there. But that's the thing you're starting to realize: these are all people that you flew in here and all of you had that blip. Mm. It's no, that was Palmer. Oh, no, remember the first episode? No, uh, you guys... uh, yeah. So, Madame Brutus says, ah, good, everything is as it should be for as close as we can make it. Good. Now, uh, even Kali is like, are you sure you know what you're doing? I do, I do, I do. Now, uh, as his name jumps right out of my head again, she turns right to the, uh, the Mimbari. And she says, ah, dear one, good, good, I know you're tired. He, he kind of mumbles to himself, tired is only about the flesh rejecting its sensibilities, and by going through the logical steps, you can allow the flesh to continue where it needs to go for the greater purposes. All, all order, orders must be obeyed. Yes, 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 I get that, I get that. So, <clears throat> hierarchy is all. I get that. I get that. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Now, so, as we all know, <laughs> to which the driver says, no, no, what exactly? Um, oh, 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 that's right. Not everybody knows that. Okay. So, as some of you may know, uh, Mirgram here was a, a servant of the Vorlots and had a very, 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 very small portion of Vorlots still in his system. That interacted with something. And I had a vision. And that vision was down in that planet. But we also had that vision together. So, if everyone could, this is the shuttle we all came in that blipped out for a second. Now, I've gathered as many people as I could for this. So, please, everybody, I know you're panicked. I know you're scared. I know everything is strange and troublesome to you, but I'm asking, please, place your hand upon the shuttle. I swear it will be revealed. Even goes as far as to put her own hand on the shuttle. Mm. This is uh, nonsense, but not the dumbest thing that's happened today. Yeah, considering everything else, this is no 
problem to do. And Dooley will I'm going to tell and... Tubo to stay exactly where he is and not go anywhere and not talk to anybody at all for any reason. <laughs> and then go put my hand on the goddamn shuttle. Yes, 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 ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, other people come up, and including uh, the entourage for Padini shows up, and they all, because they were in the shuttle too, put their hands on the shuttle. Okay, grief. Says, now, some of us could not be here, but Milka, please, you know what to do. He kind of nods and he goes, I do. I, 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 I do. It's his hand on there, and you can feel him pushing in a, like, on a, on a mental level. And not the full psychic boom, but it's like, like he just kind of pushes and releases for a second. And when it does, everyone feels that flip, that same flip way back when you guys blipped out for a second, where suddenly you had this feeling of energy that was almost in the shape of a manta ray flowing over you. And everybody could feel other people's memories back and forth and you experience some future some past everything was kind of shot in the same way but then it start if the memories again start to shuffle together in this case not like the shuffling of cards it's almost like the unshuffling of cards things are suddenly put in a certain order of the images and memories together and you guys feel that manta ray Again, this energy manta ray that kind of floated through ship way back when. And for a moment, you could see that little piece of Vorlon going through in the past, telling it, not now. I have to go home. Not now. And the thing replies, they're free, they're free. I know, I know, I have to go home. They says, the things from before are not locked away. They found a way out. You have to go to the first and last outpost. It's the only way. And that flipping of memory starts again. So everyone starts getting the flashes of everybody else's memories for a quick second. Then it falls apart and back to reality for a second. To which Madra Vizzi, who is now on the floor, uh, on her back, like, heroically pointing her arms at the sky, doing the yes, yes! Um, nobody is, of course, exactly where they were before. Everybody has changed places. Uvo and Yorni both look over going, what happened to you guys? I don't think we have an answer for that. You guys disappeared for, he looks down at his watch, for, for and you can kind of see him doing you know, the equivalent of left hand is the 12, four, yeah. But for six minutes. Six minutes? You, wow. the shuttle, and everything disappeared for six minutes. Um, yeah, I'm not touching that thing again. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. Milgram actually just passes out, throws up, just horrific goo coming out of him. Not like, oh my god, blue goo, but more of like just, just puking his guts out. And he says, it's down there. Find it. Find it or we never go home. Home is where the climate control is. But you'll have to join us next time to find out what they find down there on Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Uh, that's it. I've had it. I'm taking off the jacket, and then I'm taking off the vest, and... Wait, where is everyone going? It's not going to be that kind of event. Or is it? And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey, 
If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey, or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast, or Reddit, r slash odysseyb5. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing, utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.